comic book pit. Okay. in the mood for comics. Um, okay, so uh, you guys ready to go? Yep. Yep. Excellent. All right, well, uh, welcome back to another episode of Comic Book Pit. This is episode 320. I'm Dan, and uh, with me in the amazing Sorgatron Media Studios here in Beachview, we've got Link. Hello. And Kate. Hello. And this is our comic book review episode um, in which we uh, are going to review comics so I know that's crazy right <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, just real quick I wanted to um, go over uh, or just uh, remind everyone about a couple of events that we've got coming up uh, the first one is on uh, Sunday July 28th at Brew Gentleman in Braddock PA um, it's, uh, it's a drink and draw that we're co-hosting with the, the uh, guys from the McSauce podcast. Um, it's a fun time. Um, if, you, uh, you know, if you like drinking, if you like drawing, if you like doing both, um, you know, please come down. It's a, it's a free event. Or you know, They would like you to pay for the beer that you drink, <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, sure they'd appreciate that. Yes, I'm sure they would. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a cool time to you know come hang out and uh, you know meet some other uh, artists or uh, you know uh, comic book aficionados in the area, and uh, that'll be from two to five on the 28th, and then on uh, August oh crap I forget the uh, hold on let me find it I believe it's the 18th is it the 18th Thank you Look at that Bam Nice. <laughs> That's why we work as a team. <laughs> uh, August 18th at uh, Black Forge Coffee House in uh, Allentown, which is just a few minutes outside of the city of Pittsburgh. We're having a uh, comic book swap. And again, that's a, that's a free event. You just come and you, you bring comics that you don't mind getting rid of or uh, letting other people take from you. And in turn, you are free to take other people's comics. It's just a, a fun you know, trading of comics. Uh, no money changes hands. Uh, you don't buy a table. You just bring a box or two of you know comics that you you know maybe you don't want to get rid of, but you can't sell. Um, your you know your crappy comics would be you know someone else's treasure. It could be the you know the missing hole in someone's collection. So uh, that's all on our various social media sites. So you can uh, check that out. That should be a, a fun time. Comic swaps are pretty good. Yeah, we I've I've gotten some pretty good things out of. Uh, other people's boxes yeah so i think um i got an alias number one. Oh wow yeah nice. that's cool yeah and that was i think that was before the show and now that person's like real bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> damn you comic swap <laughs> 
so, uh, yeah, but we'll, you know, we'll remind you about those, uh, those events as we get closer. Um, looking forward to both of those. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, one thing that we're still working on, uh, nothing is really finalized, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyways. I'm going to, you know, kind of reveal that we, um, comic book pit may be at wizard world Pittsburgh in a couple weeks doing a panel, uh, or doing a live version of our podcast. So, um, we will keep you up to date on that as well. Uh, we're still working out the kinks and, uh, you know, finalizing details, but, um, hopefully that all works out. If it does, we will let you know. So, um, anyways, comics. Yeah. So, uh, what's everyone been reading? Lois Lane. Yeah. Lois Lane. <laughs> Lois Lane. I think we've all read Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw you post a picture of it before you came to grab us. Yes. So I was like, yeah, he's going to be on the same page. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, so yeah, <clears throat> Lois Lane number one came out and that was, uh, um, Greg Rucka kind of making his return to DC comics mm-hmm. and, uh, art by Mike Perkins, who, um, <clears throat> he, he was a, like a regular on Captain America while, Brubaker was writing it oh, for okay. a while. He was actually the, like the alternate artist when, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking. Oh, oh, Epting. When Steve Epting was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Steve Epting and uh, Mike Perkins would alternate. And um, <clears throat> at the time, he, he had a very similar style to Epting, but um, he still has that style. It, I noticed in this first issue, it, it seems a little. I don't want to say rougher, mm-hmm. but uh, like a little more organic than he was drawing when he was drawing like Captain America. Uh, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, I could um, see that. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, how did you guys like Lois Lane? Um, I loved it. I <laughs> I tried to um, post on social media about it, but it was during the great Facebook outage of uh, last <laughs> week. So <laughs> when images sort of didn't work. Yeah, we barely survived. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I, I really liked it. I, it was nice to just see Rucka go into full Rucka mode, basically. It was mm-hmm. you know exactly what I thought it would be. Um, and I greatly appreciated um, the return of some characters. <laughs> uh, which I, do, do we want to say who? Yeah, I guess we can, we can sure. issue a, a spoiler warning. Um, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so Renee Montoya came back, which was awesome. What? Yeah. Um, because I was super worried because in Leviathan they had Vic Sage as the question. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Rucka was like, no, I'm writing my, you know, my, <laughs> my baby, my, my personal character here. Yeah. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Which is funny because, um, so I don't think the Renee Montoya question did not... Uh, it, she happened pre New Fifty Two. Correct. Yeah, right before the New Fifty Two happened. So they're just like, everyone's like, "F it." Yeah. Like nothing makes sense. Nothing matters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, rebirth happened and it was like, whatever. Yeah. So, which is and it's weird because she became the question because Vic Sage died. Right. If I remember right. Yeah. Or he was dying. I think he was. was he, something. Like yeah. He was sick or something, and he like. Turn the mantle over to her. Mm-hmm. I, I forget. I mean, there there was definitely like a progression as to how she became. Yeah. The question it wasn't just like she just showed up and he's like, okay, you're the question. Yeah. Well, she was like investigating something during like, um, was it fifty two? Yes, it was during okay. the fifty two event. Yeah. Because 
throughout the course of that, she she trained and became the question. Mm-hmm. But it was like I feel like it was short lived. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. They kind of like vanished a little bit, and then would pop up here and there. And like, um, what was that book? Or no, it was a backup in like something. There was oh. there's a backup with her and Huntress. Detective Comics. And Detective Comics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I and obviously in uh, Batwoman. Right. Before, like all the flashback stuff, she was the question during that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but they never really. Um, I feel like maybe no one other than Rucka. Knew oh yeah, like, Rucka was the only one who was cared. Yeah, or like <laughs> no one either cared or knew what to do with her. Yeah. So she just kind of like, eventually just vanished mm-hmm. into obscurity. Yeah. But now she's back. Yep. Um. And she's basically, I guess, kind of like an agent for Lois Lane. Like their their relationship is not really explained or defined in this first issue, but it's yeah. They they meet kind of uh, under the like uh, very uh, very secretly in a parking garage and yeah yeah they mm-hmm. do the whole thing yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it looks like she's. So it's kind of spinning out of the Superman books where she is holed up in this hotel mm-hmm. and working on stories, but she's not part of the Daily Bugle? Planet. Planet. I always get the two newspapers mixed up. Um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. He, you'll have to edit that in the, <laughs> the audio. Newspapers are, <laughs> newspapers are dying anyways. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah. So what? Is, so what is she doing? What is what is Lois Lane doing? <laughs> what? That's a good question. Um, She's being slut shamed. <laughs> there's that. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. So when did that? So yeah. So she is being, she was being shamed because she, there's a picture of her kissing, Superman. Yeah. Yep. But the world knows that she's married, married to, Clark to Clark Kent. Kent. Yep. Um, when. I missed that one. Like, did that actually like did that happen in some book? Um, because I, I, I see, we're I not big Superman people. Yeah, so, so we're not reading okay. the actual Superman <laughs> books with Bendis. I don't. I think it's. Ju- I think it just happened in this. Okay, because because I, I think that was just something Rucka wanted to like okay. play with. Because I because I am reading both Superman and Action, mm-hmm. and I'm like, did I miss that? <laughs> when did I? When did that happen? Yeah, no, that sounds like that might just be a new thing that he wanted to. Maybe just like it kind of happened like off panel somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, just something to play around with, I guess, in terms yeah. of like that, since everybody knows that she's with Clark. Right. Guessing, I'm sure somebody else has done something with that at some point mm-hmm. where the world thought she was cheating on Clark Kent with Superman. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, very politically heavy <laughs> to, to put it mildly. Yeah. Um, which is good. I, I thought it was, you know, if you're writing a journalist as a hero and you look at current politics where the, you know, the administration vilifies them, then mm-hmm. it only made sense that this is the, the way it would go. Yeah, I was a, I was a little torn. Um, I I did like a lot of it. A lot of it I felt like was a little too on the nose. Yeah. And, it, just just because like from from a personal standpoint, like when you read comics to get away from yeah that's that stuff. The, yep. It's kind of like Ugh, okay, like I get it, I understand it, but 
not exactly what I was looking for, but it, but it, it, it's not like it went out through. It wasn't like the entire issue was laced. Yeah, with, no, it was just like, like the, the initial, like a heavy handedness. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just. I think it's the same thing that like Mark Wade does sometimes. Yeah. You know, he interjects his own. You know his his beliefs and his political leanings. Yeah. And, and uh and I don't think anyone. They didn't expect Rucka to exactly. Yeah, it's like if if you're familiar with Rucka, you 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 knew what you would. Yeah, yeah. you knew what you were gonna get. Yeah, um, but no, I I I really liked um, I really liked it. I I I like that we're getting Lois, like a like a solo, a solo Lois. Book. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because I feel like she's really been built up the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and especially in the the Bendis, yeah, uh, Superman books, is she's really been, um. You know, like a strong, yeah. You know, a strong character who's who's ready to take the lead in her own book, um, which I I I thought it was going to be an ongoing, but it's just a twelve issue, twelve maxi, like maxi, maxi series. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, who knows? I thought it was shorter than that originally, honestly. So. Yeah. But it's also once again it's Rucka, so it's right. he doesn't always sign on for the longest time just because he has that sort of love hate relationship with dc yeah <clears throat> yeah I, th- I think he knows to you know write get you know have a whole arc planned out and like well that's it it's like that's I'm what i'm doing just gonna get in do my work and get yeah. out before i get sucked in again yeah yeah or mm-hmm. or before you know editorial swoops in and does something and because mm-hmm. i know they always you know well batwoman that was the big thing that yeah. they can't leave so yeah that's right well and i'm sure it didn't hurt that you know bendis was on board to maybe yeah. kind of like smooth the road a little bit maybe mm-hmm. he was kind of like the go-between or like the diplomat like look i promise like none of this will happen like yeah you know because with bendis on board he could be like either this guy gets what he wants or you know yeah i'm out i'm yeah. out yeah um but uh no so i i, I was uh i i enjoyed it yeah i'll, I'll keep going with it mm-hmm. um it was uh yeah I, I really liked lois lane number one yeah um, and so, speaking of, I guess we can segue to the, did you read the second Leviathan issue? Uh, no, I, I, okay. I, I ran out of time this week and it, it was a, it was a, um, it, it was a, it was a toss up between, uh, Levi, event Leviathan number two and Naomi number six. Okay. And I went with Naomi number six. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you can, you can talk about sure, Le- sure. Event Leviathan. Yeah, yeah. We won't dwell. I mean, really, uh, not a lot happens in it. In in the grand scheme of things, it's mostly just um, everybody talking to Jason Todd and right. theorizing who um, who's gonna who who's Leviathan, um, and it just and we already kind of knew this from the first issue that everybody thinks it's Jason Todd. So then it's Jason Todd versus mm-hmm. everybody. Okay. Um, it's because including the wrong question, including the wrong question. Yeah. <laughs> the, the big stage. yeah that'll, that'll upset like, a lot of people, but yeah. Yeah. It was great how they actually like said that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there'll be, it was like Vic Sage, Batman, uh, Manhunter was there, even though I haven't seen her being written mm-hmm. in Leviathan yet. She, I got really excited to oh, see she, her. Or is she being written in Superman? No, she was, she was in it. The first was issue. She? She it was like a like a one or two page um, interlude where or was it Leviathan or was it so anyway she was definitely written where like like the I think Metropolis like 
police showed up at her door. Okay. At, like to arrest her, and they like busted in, and she like took out. Oh, you know what? No, I, I remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she okay. like, and she grabbed her manhunter gear and like bolt, yep. like jumped out a window basically, mm-hmm. and. That's right. Yeah. Okay, but so yeah, so it was like them, um, Damien, just whoever was around basically to be like, hey, Jason Todd, uh, we think you're crazy because Roy Harper died in Heroes in Crisis, so I guess he's actually dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's real. So you're saying so Heroes in Crisis apparently does mean something. Yeah, Heroes in Crisis did something. Um, and yeah, they think he's going through like a mental break and he doesn't even realize that he's like masterminding this whole thing. And they basically just suspect him because it's Batman training, right? Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't expect Jason Todd to be that kind of a, like that doesn't seem, he's not really like a, like the kind of like Machiavellian, like, yeah, he's just, he's more of like a blunt instrument. Like exactly. He's, yeah. He's not like a behind the scenes, like mustache twirling villain. Yeah. So that seemed sort of weird, but yeah. it was, it was still a good issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I, 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 I like the cover just be, uh, just because it had like all the like kind of detectives on it. And yeah. All yeah. And I, cool. I will say that's the, that's the nice thing about this when to compare it to Heroes in Crisis, I feel as if this is already a better detective story um, for, like, just the two two issues in. Mm-hmm. It's significantly better. Yeah. I've, I've no doubt. <laughs> um, well, uh, did, you, uh, did you happen to read the new uh, issue of Naomi? Uh, I did, yeah. Okay. Um, Kate, are you reading that, or are you... No, okay. unfortunately. Well, it's okay. probably somewhere in my box. You were, that's I think you read like, like the first or second issue. Yeah, just but the, yeah. I think just the first one. Yeah. Okay. So it's not really like, like I guess nothing's really being spoiled. No. It's or anything. It's nothing. I mean, yeah. in this sixth issue, it's just like a lot of stuff happens. She kind of like comes into her powers a little bit, but she's still learning, and she mm-hmm. she she meets like the big bad who yeah. killed her parents and. Um, I liked it. I, I feel like a lot of stuff happened, but then nothing, nothing happened. really happened. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the way that it ends is just like, you know, to be continued in Young Justice or something. Yeah. Or, or Naomi, or, too. Naomi, like, volume. Like, she, yeah, so I, I don't know if they're taking a, like, going to take a break mm-hmm. and then pick it back up with, like, Naomi, too. Yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think they're going to end up pushing it, like, in the Young Justice, I think that just makes sense that they'll mm-hmm. consolidate that book and then spin it like she'll be on the team, and then whenever they want to do more with like just her, she'll that's when Naomi too will come into play. I don't think she's yeah. just gonna vanish off the the mm-hmm. face of the DC universe for however many months. Yeah, I don't know if you had this problem. I um, when I was I'm reading this, and I I really had problems with the design of the villain. Like the, okay. the big bad guy, because he was like this huge monstrous guy, and the combination of like the flowy things all around him mm-hmm. and the things that I guess he had like dreadlocks, but I couldn't yeah. tell that they were dreadlocks, and and his face was kind of like masked by like some sort of I don't know yeah, it was, it's like a visor mask yeah. like, and it was thing. Just, a, yeah. a lot of I feel like he might have been over rendered or over yeah, like, like yeah he, he well was, i think i think he was like partially obscured because he it sounded like he got his ass beat or something like mm-hmm. from the flashbacks that we saw where he looked pretty normal during those flashbacks if i yeah. remember 
to when he finally shows up, it looks like he's been through some shit. Yeah. Um, which also might be why they like overly rendered and shadowed and yeah, I might to, have to, to like be like, oh, he's so grotesque, we don't want to show you. Yeah, I might have to go back and like just reread the entire mm-hmm. the entire six issues because because uh, I don't remember what he looked like from his they first showed him mm-hmm. to now and when he when I I see him in the sixth issue and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Why is he? <laughs> Why is he so hard to look at? Yeah, you know, but um, no, it was um, you know, it was a it was a good uh, typical you know Bendisi type book. Yeah, um, lots of good uh, you know, character moments. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of feel good moments between Naomi and her her family, yeah. and her parents and her friend, um, and that that big uh, Thanagarian guy. Yeah, who, yeah, the uh, big dude. Yep, who shows up? Um, it was funny because uh. You know when they when at the end when um, her dad who's the who's from Ran yeah right says uh oh I'll you know um, I'll train you and then, and then <laughs> oh, the yeah. Thanagarian guy said like without a without missing a beat he's like and then I'll train you right yeah <laughs> no that was great I thought that was pretty good um, but uh, no I thought uh, it was good yeah it was a good uh, you know closing of this chapter of Naomi yeah like yeah. like I said I think before um, I was kind of didn't want her to become a hero this quickly. I kind of like enjoyed the mm-hmm. the slow teen drama pace of it for a while. Yeah. Um, but I guess I, I see what they're doing now, where they're gonna let you know let it play out longer. Because I thought they were just gonna resolve it. I was like, shit, <laughs> she's gonna beat the crap out of him like in the sixth issue. All right. Yeah. Um, and they didn't do that, which is a you know a smart move. Um, I think this was that was almost like the exact same pacing that he did with um ultimate spider-man like the first arc of ultimate spider-man yeah where you know peter doesn't even really put on the costume until like the last issue or something or next to last Mm -hmm. issue and and he fights like the green goblin and becomes a hero and and uh yeah that's what we see in at the end of naomi where she you know everyone you know accepts her powers and accepts that she is going to be doing something great with her powers and she just like flies off and yeah 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 so, so. yeah it was uh interesting i i did like um the, the shout out to um dwayne mcduffie oh yeah that was pretty cool yeah i thought that was really nice yeah and it never occurred to me uh, until that issue that um they had never revealed the family's last name mm-hmm. at least not not that i recall i'd have to again i'd have to go back and re. yeah I, I don't think they ever did i think that was the big reveal that her last name's mcduffie yeah so that was a nice yeah yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool move on Bendis's part. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> um, so that was our <laughs> Bendis DC corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else are you guys uh, reading now? Uh, Young Justice. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else are we? Reading? Oh, did you do you want to talk about Second Coming? Oh, I read that. You read sure. that too? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Why don't you guys? Yeah. Okay, so I picked it up on a on a whim um, because I read the uh, they they pu- they published his um, apology thing in the very end of the issue where he talked about how he, DC kind of railroaded him. Okay. Um, yeah. Editorial was trying to like tone it down because okay. it got wrapped up in this Christian you know evangelist angry thing. We're like, ah, oh, they're writing about Jesus. Let's get angry and tell them to censor the comic. And DC asked him to change things, and he said, nope. <laughs> give me my book back and then he took it to Ahoy Comics 
Yeah. Um, and did his own thing. And I read the whole thing and he talked about, you know, if other people can interpret the, you know, Jesus a certain way, why, why can't I just write my own version of it? And nothing is inherently like blasphemous in this book. It's no. Nothing's. It's, it, it's all, I think it's all played up for fun. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's certainly not like, you know, Jesus cut the heads off babies and drowned, you no, know, bathed in their blood. Or, yeah. It wasn't like anything <laughs> like, awful, but yeah. People, yeah. People don't like any kind of reinterpretation of their religion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a really fun book. I, I actually wasn't sure what, what to expect. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's like, Oh, it's superheroes and Jesus. There's going to be like some Superman analogy thing. Like it's, I've seen this discussion online a million times. I'm good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was poignant in a lot of parts. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the stuff at the very end of the book I thought was really touching and interesting. Um, but it was never short of laughs either. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's coming from a Catholic school kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a, also as a, as a former, uh, Catholic school kid, uh, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, oh my God, I remember that yeah. from, from <laughs> yeah. Catholic school. I hate nuns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, the same thing. Like I, I, I thought it was, uh, it had a, a good mix of, um, uh, you know, funny moments and, uh, really, uh, like strong moments about like just people's interpretation of mm-hmm. religion and the, uh, kind of the flashbacks, if you will, to like, you know, Jesus growing up and like his life, yeah, you know, and and um, I feel like the only thing that was a little overdone was it's funny to say the character of God, <laughs> but uh, I feel like God was a little much. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, like I think they just could take like if he was like a ten, I'm like you could take it down to an eight. You know, just take it down a notch. He was. Just I mean, a but little... is that Catholicism in general? Ooh, Ooh burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was just a little. It was a little too, too much. Yeah, he was, he was certainly a very. He was an extreme version of the Old Testament. Yeah, very God. like very blustery yeah. and very like, just almost a little too modern. That like, too, yeah. Like I, I felt like he would have if he if they had written him a little bit more like, um, like Anthony how Anthony Hopkins portrays Odin. Sure. Yeah. With a, like he's, you know, he's the boss. He's a god, and, you know, but he's also got like a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that it, it was a small, yeah, just a, just a small like nitpick or a complaint or whatever. But no, I, I really and um, I, I enjoyed the, uh, the the two different kinds of art. I was just gonna mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the art was really interesting that they they did um, when it was uh, when they showed scenes in heaven or from biblical times. It was like a really like a rougher, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, scratchier art. Yeah, it, it felt paint. I mean, I don't think it was painted, but it felt like it was like you know old oil painting, like you know. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely yeah, like a like a more. Like it a might have just been the colors that they used, but yeah. Yeah, it was like like the colors were a little more muted, mm-hmm. and the uh, like the pencils were definitely like um, scratchier. Yeah. Whereas uh, in the like the modern day with the. When, you know when you have like the the Superman analog. Yeah. Uh, what's his name like? Sunman. Sunstar or something Sunstar. or something like that. Um, it was a very uh like a very classic. Yeah. Look, um, and I think that was I think that was Leonard Kirk, 
doing those pages, mm-hmm. and I forget the name of the person who did the other pages, but yeah, I can't remember. I think they they complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a nice, uh, nice <clears throat> nice dichotomy of the art. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would. Um, I'll definitely keep checking this out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get more. Um, I Mark Russell really hasn't let me down in a lot of ways. Like I kind of mm. know what I'm signing up for now when I read a Mark Russell book. Yeah. It's always like this, this you know, social commentary book, mm-hmm. which is fine because it's always a funny social commentary. It's not. It's not like heavy-handed. Yeah. Yeah, he he makes his point, but it's. But yeah. it, it it doesn't feel like you're, you know, getting it's not weighing you down or you know like you're not getting lectured. Yeah. You know. Um. Is he still doing Wonder? Was it Wonder? He's Twins? doing Wonder Twins. Yeah, it just wrapped its first arc. Okay. Which was also really good. Is that is that coming back for more or is it? Yeah, they extended it. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's just an ongoing now. Okay. But pr- to be honest, it'll probably just turn out to be twelve issues. I think. <laughs> just you know, they'll do two trades or something. Yeah. With I feel like that's about as much as they'll ever give him. It's like yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> or you know, and, and that could be like his strength is just to tell these like like short, concise mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, it was you know. uh, Wonder Twins and um, Dalwich for Heroes also got an extension because that oh. was going to be six, and then I forgot about that. Ongoing Dial H. Are you still reading that? It's really good. Okay, mm-hmm. I I can't recommend it enough. Even just for the artwork, it's it's really solid. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Joe Kinone. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, definitely. Because um, it switches styles. There was just one that did um, like a Sin City story. So it was all like Frank Miller shadows and all that stuff nice. mixed with like, oh, what was the other thing? Um, well, they they did one that was like all like anime, like Dragon Ball manga style and just all this stuff. And then that mm-hmm. Vertigo thing that I posted back um, on social media where it just looked like a Vertigo book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a really impressive book for the art alone. And the story is pretty decent, too. Cool. Okay. Well, um, let's see. What else? What else? Uh, what did I read? Um. Oh, uh, <laughs> Link. I actually I read Care Bears. Oh, you read Care Bears. All I right did. then. <laughs> I I unlocked the magic. <laughs> and um. It was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I read it just for the 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 obscure in jokes. Um, they must have been really obscure because I don't. I. What? I I didn't get to read it. What was on, it was on the Google Drive? Oh. You didn't tell me that, like... Mm. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> this is going to be an awkward drive home, guys. <laughs> Care Bears unlocked the magic, destroyed my man. <laughs> Care Bears stare, all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really like the art, yeah. actually. Um, it, it, had, it, was, it was really cool. And um, I will say, uh, just... It seemed overwritten. I don't know if you found this, but... Yeah, I think that's a, an all-ages thing. I feel as if they kind of... Yeah. Like, everything was just, like, explained. Every word balloon had, like, 50 it's... words in it. I mean, it was just, like... I, I found myself skimming it more than, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, I would just, like, for sure. Every so often, I would just be like, okay, so what's going on now? Yeah. <laughs> and it, um, and it, yeah, and obviously, it's, it's a kid's book, so it's not overly complex of a story right which is just yeah i think i think a lot of the humor more so came from the um art than mm-hmm. the writing as well for that book yeah um, i can't remember the 
where it was there was like one of the I can't remember any of the bears names I'm awful uh but the one was there with like all the other little things and like they ran out of whatever oh she's like giving them rocks or something to play with mm-hmm. and it was just like the, the the expression on her face was just hilarious <laughs> um but things like that I think it is what made that issue funny I actually think my my, my favorite care bear from that issue was grumpy yeah Grumpy Bear is like the awesome, like he's the awesomest. Yeah, no, no, they, they definitely uh, kind of made him like the focus. Yeah, he's like the main character of the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting. I don't know if I'll read more. If I guess if we get the previews, I'll keep reading them. But I don't know if I'll. Well, you better make I, sure Kate gets to read yeah, them too. Yeah, make sure Kate gets to read them. Jeez, she's just over there. She's Grumpy Bear right now. Story um, of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I originally um, saw the artist or, or the writer tweeting about it, um, talking about how it was, um, there's an anime series called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is a <laughs> uh, hip big deal with like internet memes and all this stuff. I was like, that's weird. And he's like, yeah, I crammed like all this stuff into this, you know, Care Bears book. And I was like, okay, I'll check this out because <laughs> I'm really curious to see. Um, how they they make that work and there's like one or two jokes tops but they they were pretty amusing um for example when she was uh the the pink bear was looking in the um mirror and said that Mm -hmm. she could take on the world that was like a costume from the anime oh okay so it was just like these little nods and stuff gotcha um which isn't as weird as when the my little pony comic did a quantum leap reference really one of the ponies was uh sam beckett <laughs> and he had to get these two other ponies like to hook up or whatever to get married that's so weird um to like preserve the timeline or something oh, <laughs> but there's like an l pony talking to the sam pony and then they leap down at the very end of the book oh that's funny. It's the weirdest <laughs> like just the 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 pop culture crossovers just mm-hmm super weird sometimes with the the kids books yeah they're like here if you're an adult reading this here's something for you here. basically <laughs> what well, it, it is funny how that like the like the next generation of uh creators like you know everyone you know everyone's uh influences and references and mm-hmm. I mean, you know it's it, it it's like it's it's like a sliding scale now it's like oh yeah 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 you know everyone is uh coming from a different place mm-hmm. you know uh, let me see. What else did I? Uh, did you guys read anything else? Or I read a couple things, but um, uh, I read. Um, yeah, go for it. Space Bandits. Okay. It was uh, Mark Miller's new one with um, Mateo Scalera. Okay. Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really good. It was, like a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, these two. Um, uh, these two strange, uh, well, space bandits. Isn't I was just saying, they're just two space bandits. Two space right? bandits. Uh, it's um, there, there's two characters, and they 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 there's like two like kind of simultaneous stories going along. Okay, yeah. Um, one is, uh, they're both criminals, uh, and they both have different like scams going on. One is leading a team of uh, like, like the the worst like criminals in the galaxy. Okay. Uh, to like do heists and pull jobs and whatever and um they stab her in the back they like they, they turn on her mm-hmm. after their last job uh, and they're like well 
when you put together a crew of the worst people in the galaxy, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they they think they kill her, but they they don't. But she she ends up uh, you know in this prison, and then there's um, this other uh, criminal who's it, she and it, she and her boyfriend run a scam, uh, which is very similar to. Uh, really gonna throw it back here. Um, <laughs> it was uh, they're basically doing what they did in uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Where um, uh, Clint Eastwood and Eli Wallace, um, you know, Eli Wallace was a was a criminal, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Clint Eastwood would bring him into a town to the sheriff and say, I want, "I'm here to collect the bounty on this guy," and uh, they would go to hang him. And Clint Eastwood would be like a hundred yards away, hiding somewhere. He would shoot him down off the okay, hang, for, yeah. shoot his rope. The guy would fall onto the horse, and they would ride out of town. Yep. And they kept running this scam over and over until uh, you know, until one day, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they their partnership ended. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically what happened to this uh, second character. Like they, um, her boyfriend. Uh, poses as like a bounty hunter bringing her in you know and and every time she escapes her bounty keeps going up and up and up gotcha and okay. he keeps you know he's like oh baby you know we're we've got so much money we're going to retire after we're you know we're ready to retire after this one last job and sure. she's like okay and she he does not come for her yeah. <laughs> so she ends up also in this prison uh and uh at the very last page is her meeting the other criminal mastermind and uh, so you kind of okay. feeling that yeah. like, you know, hijinks are going to ensue. Yeah. So it was pretty good. It was a, uh, like I said, it was a uh, very um, sort of Miller esque, but you know. I was uh, going to say that sounds it sounds different from a typical Mark Miller book. It, it is. I, I feel like it, it's similar in the um, the way that like uh, Mark Miller's kind of had a like a renaissance lately, where mm-hmm. he's you know like before like in the early 2000s and he was putting out books that were kind of like violent and disturbing just for the sake of being violent and disturbing and and now he's he's putting out books that are just fun okay and um like if you um like well like uh some of the books he put out in the last few years like um huck oh yeah i did read the first issue like starlight and um uh, mph Mm -hmm. like a lot of these uh uh, I forget what else there's. I know I'm, I'm missing some, um, but you know he's just he's been putting out a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff, like just fun, just well crafted stories, and without um, you know all the 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 gratuitous yeah. violence or sex or whatever. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. you know good stories, and um, yeah, and I'm, I don't know. That, you know he he doesn't do a, a ton of sci-fi, so this was kind of. This was kind yeah. of fun, and um, you know, I, I love um, like Matteo Scalera. I think he was, I think he worked with uh, Rick Remender on um, Black Science. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and that was a great book. So I'm happy to see, you know, him on this. Um, I, I don't know if this is an ongoing or I feel like uh, you know Mark Miller. He he typically does like these kind of six issue. Yeah. You know, runs, you know, um, I think he, I, you know, he's, it's like he's crafting a lot of them 
for like he you know he's got his Netflix deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't seen anything yet, but yeah, you know <laughs> he's got a lot of he's got a lot of material. He's got a lot of properties. Yeah, he's no shortage. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm waiting for one of these to get announced. Mm-hmm. But so far, yeah, no, nothing. Nothing so far. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I, I would I would recommend. Uh, Space yeah, it Bandits. sounds cool. That was uh, that uh, that is on the drive. Okay, Kate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can read that. I will tell you what's on the drive. Don't, yeah. Don't listen to Link. <laughs> don't pay any attention. Yeah. To him. Don't don't wait for me to. Yeah. He'll just disappoint you. <laughs> I'll tell you what books are on the drive. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I was gonna ask you and and. Uh, did you? What did you think of? Uh, is this, was that your first time reading Doom Patrol, or are you revisiting Doom Patrol? Oh, um, I. This is my first time. I, I I have not read it yet. Oh, okay. But I did. Uh, yeah, that Silver Age collection that I purchased. Um, I. I really haven't read any Doom Patrol. Ever. Okay. Um. I mean, I I haven't either. That's that's why I was curious. Yeah, that's kind of why like I wanted to go back to the beginning mm-hmm. and I mean, not that I'm going to read every single issue of doom Patrol <laughs> from the beginning until current. Yeah. But I felt like for a lot of years, like doom patrol was very like impenetrable. Sure. Because yeah. it just got really weird. And yeah. Just, I mean, Grant Morrison was writing it. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I'm, I have a hard time reading like Grant Morrison's really out there stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on how out, out there it is. Um, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to read Sea Guy. <laughs> I try. I, I did. I actually. I did read the. F- I, I know. I, I read you gave C me Guy. your copies. Did I? Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I tried reading. There wasn't there like a second. Like it was like a follow. A Sea I Guy heard follow. That the, yeah. There's a follow up. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. It was again like unreadable. Yeah. But then like when. But when Grant Morrison does superheroes, mm-hmm. they're great. Yeah. Um. You know, All Star Superman. Um, when he did uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, when he did um, uh, Batman Incorporated. Yeah. I loved Batman Incorporated. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was so good. Um, the current Green Lantern. Yep. Is a lot of fun. So it's like there's like two Grant Morrison's, you know. Yeah. And there's like just the the out there wacky Grant Morrison. Yeah. Well. And then even speaking Green Lantern, um, without getting too into it, um, it's yeah, it's it's also you know it's it's still wacky. Mm-hmm. I feel as if every issue I read is like super like high concentrated Grant Morrison. Yeah. But it's not like it's not some philosophical, you know, psychological romp where you're like, what, what am I? Yeah, like like how many PhDs do I need to like? grasp yeah. what you're telling me or right now how much lsd do i have to take to, to, yeah. to understand this book <laughs> but um you know even like all that said like that i i enjoy his more traditional superhero stuff uh i did find the last issue of green lantern a little tough to read like where he teamed up with or maybe it was two issues ago the one where he teamed up with green arrow yes that's I, you know that was some jack kirby throwback stuff i yeah. guess but that was one I, th- I think that wasn't great. Yeah. That that I think would require like multiple readings. 
Yeah. And that, yeah, that was like his more out there stuff. Yeah. But it feels if it was, like I said, it, because it was like a Jack Kirby thing, I think the original basis of that story sounds like it's already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, with like the, the Xeno arrow and all that. Yeah. Alternate dimensional LSD tripping. Okay, shaking red. I am not a fan of the Grant Morrison Green Lantern stuff. It is too out there for me. And <laughs> he her. keeps making me read it. So to know that there's something that's even more out there coming yeah. my way. So he so he makes you it, he makes you read the stuff you don't yeah, want to read, but yeah, then when sure. it comes He's to telling me it'll get better. But then he won't give you care bears. I'm well, Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced he get from my perspective, I think um the Grant Morrison book really took off once they started doing the genre stories, or the the Green Lantern book rather. Um, mm-hmm. By um, when they started from the Vampire Planet. Oh yeah. And it was like this weird gothic horror story, and the art looked beautiful and all that. Mm-hmm. To like the the fairy tale thing they just did, that was like the in the Green Lantern ring where it was like all written like a. Ye olden story. Oh, okay, yeah, I do remember. Like that. I, I, I just been like digging all the different like different genres that he's been playing with, as opposed mm-hmm. to just be like, here's the Green Lantern, he's doing space stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of dropped that at some. He's just like, I'm just gonna write some fun Green, Green yeah. Lantern books. And I, I don't know if he, if he has like a plan. Like a, yeah, I was gonna say a, like any kind of story arc because I feel like other than I. I there might have been like one story that spanned two issues, but yeah. for the for the most part, I feel like all the books are kind of one and done. Exactly. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. There's it's it's you get something every every issue you get something different. Yeah. Which is nice. So I don't know if he's doing that just to, um, for both like his purposes and like the artist's purposes to kind of get their feet wet to mm-hmm. you know really dive into this world and and then like establish themselves no, and then I, I think it i think he's only going to be there for 12 issues of it oh okay i, th- I think i well i know that they're doing um I, I remember hearing that there's another green lantern book coming and then there's also the uh, oh i didn't hear that okay there's uh, i can't remember who's doing it now um but there is one that's like a uh it's not in our sector um and it's like a, a teenage girl that's like out in some other area doing stuff it's part of the young animal lineup oh really yeah okay but it's not teen lantern it's not teen lantern either okay no it's like a totally new character that they're doing some weird stuff with okay but then i also remember seeing that like somebody else is going to write green lantern like four or five months from now okay so all right and we still haven't gotten uh to to kind of like cross uh green lantern with like young justice uh talk like we haven't we still haven't learned anything about Teen, Teen Lantern. Lantern. No. Like what her story is. No, her story. Well, I mean, the most they did, they were like, yeah, she's some girl who hacked a lantern oh, ring. Yeah, that's or right. Core or that's whatever. right. Which, sure, that works, but like, yeah. there's nothing. Like, we know more, more, more about Ginny Hex than we do right. Teen Lantern, which just seems weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm sure they'll do more with that eventually. But I did, to take it back to Doom Patrol for a second, I did flip through um, the recent Gerard Way um, oh, okay. one, and I, I would have picked it up, but it felt like it was picking up from his previous run on it, and I was just totally lost, and I was like, well, I'll 
this is probably a trade read. Yeah. To just, you know. Yeah, I saw it was a number one, but I I, I just feel like like I don't know if there's ever a good time to ju- just jump into Doom Patrol. <laughs> it just doesn't That's seem. Fair. Yeah, like like unless you've been already reading it. I I can't even imagine like without the basis of the show that we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pick up a Doom Patrol book and be like, "Yep, I'm gonna read this. I, I'm gonna know what's going on for sure." Like, yeah, I feel like if the if the stories now, now you know, and to be fair, I've not read the modern stories, yeah, like the mo- or the most recent ones. But I feel like if they were, if they're written the way the show's written, mm-hmm. I could read that. Yeah, but I feel like they're not. I'm just guessing. I think I do think that they try to be more cerebral in mm-hmm. the in the comic, which. Fair enough, because it used to be a Vertigo book, right? Yeah. So it's kind of what you expect from a Vertigo book normally. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, at least it's always, you know, a little out there, a little artsy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes you think. Yeah. Them thinking books. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, do you guys have anything else to... To talk about, I've got I, I've got books, but I well books I haven't read. I did read uh, the newest Batman, but it just left me scratching my head. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, we're so far behind on Batman. I have little to no idea what's going on in Batman right now. Like, it's just I don't know. Gotcha. We. Oh. I was just gonna say I'm so far behind on everything. I just finished Gotham Academy. Oh wow. Go talk about Gotham Academy. I mean, it was great. <laughs> there's there's really not much to say. I loved how they combined all of these different characters and then threw in, like, I don't know, like Killer Croc and or whoever that was. Yeah, that was Killer, Killer Croc. Croc. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just stuff about Arkham Lineage and mm-hmm. the worst witch coven in the world. I don't know. <laughs> it was just cool. It was like an all-ages book without being weird, super descriptive, mm-hmm. like apparently My Little Pony and everything is. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. It's just like a really fun story set in the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. I did remember, like, I do remember reading the first couple issues of it. I did enjoy it. I just, uh, I think just too much stuff was coming out and I yeah. couldn't keep up with it. But I think yeah. it reads really well um, collected, I would imagine, because we, yeah. I mean, we finished... You did like twelve issues in like a yep. few days. Um, so that but it, I was reading it month to month, and it was not easy to do. Oh, uh, okay. So um, it, it it only went twelve issues. No, it went well. She she finished the second second semester, semester. which I think was like after New Fifty Two, they rebranded it to finish oh, the book. Okay, it, it was one of those weird. Once it got you know caught up in the middle of all that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so. I think I, I want to say it went to like 26 issues, counting some annuals, and then like maybe some spinoffs and crossovers here and there, because mm-hmm. it got wrapped up in like the Robin War. Oh um, wow! Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh wait, did it cross over with Lumberjanes? It does. Ha- there is a Lumberjanes book okay. that crosses over with it too, which I is weird. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I think I read that. Just, I, I I think we got a copy of that because. Lumberjanes is Boom, yes. Boom Studios, yeah, and we get we get review copies from Boom, and I think okay we actually got that, which is 
which is because we normally don't get anything from the big two, mm-hmm. but since it wasn't like strictly a DC book, yeah, it was that, a crossover. It was yeah, it get, was one of those weird like oh yeah. DC showed up somewhere else. That's you know like when they do like Star Trek Green Lantern, you're like yeah, how did they yeah what? like we or <laughs> like um we uh, there was a Justice League Power Rangers yes crossover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are always weird. Yeah. Well, I just saw that there was a Justice League Black Hammer book. Yeah, uh, we don't uh, we don't get Dark Horse anymore, but um, but I I actually want to just like buy that because yeah. well I'm so far behind on Black Hammer, which bums me out because I really like Black Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I would definitely I definitely want to read that. Yeah. Crossover. But but yeah, um, Gotham Academy is just really good. But my my biggest hurdle was um. There were a lot of characters and subplots and things that all kind of worked together, but mm-hmm. reading it month to month, I always felt like I missed an issue because I couldn't. I, I was like, probably reading so much that I, was, I just don't remember what happened last yeah. month. Um, yeah, that's fair. It happens. Yeah, but like like her, I during the the, mm-hmm. the second semester, I just had them all and I just powered through the whole thing, and it was a great easy read. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's a, it's just a fun fun mm-hmm. all ages thing. Uh, that flashback issue was amazing. Which flashback? The headmaster. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, there's so many teachers, and they all have their own weird, like, <laughs> interweaving stories and stuff that it it's uh, it pays off. A lot of it pays off. It yeah, kinda for feels... sure. Okay. And, and, and Batman doesn't show up at all? Here and there. A very, little, very little, just a little. Like just snippets, like mm-hmm. he's. I mean, clearly it's like a only, Gotham he, Central kind of. Like he's not the focus. Like, yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. It's like he's just a thing that exists. Uh, the main character hates him because of some stuff that happened in her past. She blames him for. Okay. Um, and so yeah, she doesn't like him. I think Damian Wayne shows up once or twice in the book. Okay. Um, yeah, but for the most part, it's it's just a bunch of original characters with a few adjacent things like. Killer Croc, um, the piece of Clayface. Yep. Is like a sent, separate sentient student. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. There, there's a lot of fun little concepts in there. Okay. Cool. I will. I might have to might have to look for that. I could probably. I'm sure at this point because it's it's been over for. It's like a year or two. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, they're probably available in like. The they might even be on the DCU app. Oh, that's a good point. I I think I yeah I still subscribe to that. I should check into that, <laughs> see if it's available. Well, well, while the DCU app's still available. Well, yes, while <laughs> while we still have it, uh, which reminds me, I still have to finish. Um, I've not yet finished Doom Patrol. Uh, I've got to finish watching that, and I would like to watch Swamp Thing. Yep. The first season of that, um, and I think. Uh, I think. Titan, they're gonna. I think there's gonna be some news about Titan season two mm-hmm. coming out of San Diego. Um, so I, I still can't believe I enjoyed Titans as much as I did. Uh, I hear you, but, um, okay. Well, uh, does anyone have anything else to talk about comics wise? I'm kind of tapped out. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this was, wow. There's no Marvel. We talked about, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really, really even reading any Marvel these days. Come to think of it. I mean, I, I am, but there's so many crossovers. Like I'm looking through the previews books, and it's yeah. like the absolute carnage or whatever's happening, and it's just symbiote shit everywhere. Yeah, and I then can't believe that's the War of the Realms, which I'm also not reading a lot of. And then 
well, that was really lot. good. I, so War of the Realms was probably the last. Yeah, no, I, like I, I yeah, Marvel I, thing I read. Oh, and uh, Daredevil. I'm re- Daredevil's I, really good. Daredevil's good. I think it's just a like I'm. I think we're just in between issues right now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give we'll give a small shout out to Marvel. I don't want to get too into it, but Invaders. Mm-hmm. I thought the payoff for Invaders was awesome. The end of that, the 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 first arc. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, with Namor's grand plan and what he did, I thought it was really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, that's a good book. It, yeah, it's it's, it's a really slow book, mm-hmm. but it's I think it's you know worth it. It's 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 not like a Hickman slow book. It's yeah, a, you know <laughs> Hickman slow. You you only have the last six issues to get something <laughs> out of it, not forty. Yeah, I was gonna say not like twenty or thirty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I, I haven't read it yet, but I, I heard good things about the, uh, I think it was a one-shot. It was a Invader. It was like Captain America and the Invaders called the, the, oh, I, I, the Bahamas I saw that Triangle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got some like kind of like old school creators. I think Roy Thomas wrote it and Jerry Ordway drew it. Okay. And yeah. it, it tells a story about the, uh, like kind of the first like official team of the, of the Invaders, like they're all on a mission together, but they don't know they're on a mission together. Or like, you know, they don't realize, like Captain America doesn't realize that Jim Hammond is actually the Human Torch and vice versa. I gotcha. And Namor is like in the water somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but no, it sounds really good. I, I think I'm going to have to pick that up. Okay. So. Um, okay, well, we can, uh, I think we can wrap this episode up. Unless there's anything, uh, I think we're good. All right. So this has been uh, another episode of the Comic Book Pit. This has been episode 320. I've been your host, Dan. And uh, with me in the amazing Sorgatron Media Studios on the couch, we've got Link. See you later. And Kate. Bye. (laughs) And we will see you next time.